Spend more time in the outdoors and you'll find that everything in life gets better. Yeah, I, I greatly enjoyed this. is one of my funnest podcasts I've ever been part of. No more dreaming, no more wishing. Wave goodbye. I'm gone fishing. Welcome to the Canadian Fishing Podcast. Previously known as the Made for Memories Podcast. Where we explore the sport and business of fishing in Canada. And the memories made in the great outdoors. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Canadian Fishing Podcast. Finally. What do you mean, finally? Well, I thought about entitling this episode something to the effect of I couldn't schedule a guest with Brad Pallister and Jessica Pallister too, uh-huh. where we talk about how scheduling guests is really hard during hunting season and show season. And I've got so many guests lined up, so I don't even want to hear it because okay. I know you're well, going to rag on me. Nope. No, I'm not because you've got the best guest of them all today. Should I introduce you with a bio? Sure. Brad Pallister is the president of the Thompson Pallister Bait Company located in Lacombe, Alberta, Canada. He's also the vice president of the Lacombe Fish and Game Association. He likes long walks on the beach, being near the water, not in the water. Yeah. And he likes a good shot of whiskey. Not a shot of whiskey, a dram of whiskey. See, that's what whiskey snobs say. On the rocks. On the rocks, yeah. Dram? That's a term? It's a so it's a word. Yeah. You're part of a whiskey club, right? Yeah. What's the most interesting thing you've learned about whiskey during whiskey club? Or is what stays what happens at whiskey club stays at whiskey club? Is it like nope. one of those things? No, no, no. The most interesting thing I've I've learned is age doesn't necessarily mean quality. As and it does in life. That that like life, yeah. Age doesn't necessarily mean quality. And price doesn't always mean quality. So we are smack dab in the middle of show season for us. Distributor yeah. season. And you discovered a new whiskey on our last trip. Yeah. I liked was Rupert's. Yeah. Rupert's out of Eau Claire. And that's what I mean. So like uh, I was very surprised because I went and bought it because I had I had a dram of it. Uh, and I thought, this is pretty good, I think. But it, maybe it was something I was eating or I, I don't know. So I thought, well, I'll go and buy a bottle of it. And it was cheap. It was only 30, 34 bucks or something like that. What's a typical bottle of? Ah, good. Not... Depends on what it is. Yeah, 50 to 100 bucks, let's say. And so I bought the bottle and I thought, well, I'll give it a go again. And it was, it was good. So Rupert's whiskey, there's my shout out for Eau Claire distillery right here in Alberta, Canada. Um, Are you looking for a sponsorship? Is that what we're getting into? No, but this was unpaid advertising. Maybe we should. You know, if I can't, if I can't manage to schedule guests, how am I supposed to deal with advertisers? (laughs) What do you want from me? Well, you've been you've done fairly well. I think uh, we did. We actually have lots to talk about, anyways. So we do. It's, it, it's 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 maybe it's maybe appropriate to have a guest every so often from Thompson Pallister, like ish. Should we get down on one day, or do you think no. that would be a disaster? 
Yeah, I don't. Maybe. I don't know. He's old and grumpy. You're not supposed to say that. He listens to the podcast. And I think I am in number one place for favorite child right now. So you don't want to ruin your chances of catching up. Well, you're in number one place 92% of the time. So 92? Higher yeah. than that. Okay. Well, probably you're probably like right. Higher than that. Yeah. Seven. 97, maybe. Yeah. 90. I'm going to go with 92. Anywho, it's been busy. It's, it has been. Uh, um, so like I said, we're smack dab in the middle of, um, show season for us, which means trade shows and also hunting season, which, you know, affects a lot of people in the outdoors industry, including yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm an official hunter now. Well, first of all, you should tell them what you harvested. I got an antlerless moose. And how much meat did you get off of that antlerless moose? Because you picked it up from the butcher, didn't you? Yeah, it was just shy of 400 pounds. Oh, is that big or small? I don't know. That sounds like a lot of meat. It's a lot of meat. It's, yeah, it's a lot. Did you have to get an extra freezer? No, we cleaned out the one that we have, but it is full, full, full now. So, but I'm sure I can, I will have no troubles giving some away as well to good friends and family so do i qualify for that i don't know maybe we'll see so i'm not um i'm not a big meat eater nor is my family um but i really 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 want to make some jerky and i know you said you're not a jerky fan but if there's like a piece of meat that you know can be spared then maybe i will use some of our true north seasoning to make some yummy jerky okay i volunteer as tribute okay yeah sounds good i've got like a smoker barbecue that's probably all i really need right you just dry it out and i've never made jerky before yeah well i'm sure you can figure it out i'm resourceful yeah so yes i got a moose congratulations bradley thank you it was uh it was a pretty cool experience. I spent two years prior wandering around through wandering around the bush with a gun looking for a critter with no success. In the last 10 minutes of last year, I took a shot at one. So I thought that was a pretty big step. And then this year, yeah, just got everything kind of lined up. It was lucky, lucky timing. The uh, animal was very cooperative. He just stood there and allowed me to calm down because I was shaking quite a bit. The gun was, the, the scope was moving a lot. Like. The dose of adrenaline. Just a little bit, yeah. So the animal was very cooperative and it was a good shot, luckily. Because I'm, I'm not a natural marksman. I don't practice as much as I should, so. Um, which is definitely something to look if, if you're going to develop as a hunter, that's something I've read a lot about is, you know, you just, you gotta, you gotta shoot, you gotta, but I don't have a rifle. I borrow a rifle. So maybe that's the next, maybe that's my midlife crisis is a gun collection. Rachel will love that. Rachel will not like that at all. (laughs) That's, you know. 
there's ways around that too. You could store it at Gus's house. Yeah. Put it in the armory. Yeah, maybe. Um, have I ever told you my my handgun story? No. So once upon a time I worked at a mutual fund company. It was shortly after graduating from university. And I worked in their communications department. And I was also part of our social committee. Yeah. And uh, we were trying to decide what we should do for like a Christmas team building activity. And there was a lot of men working for this company. And we decided to go to the gun range and shoot handguns. Okay. And I had never shot a handgun before. And I'm not sure if at the point I'd ever shot like a, a 22 or anything like that either. But uh, we go and of course they have the targets yes. of people, right? Yes. And all of my shots fell like a little bit below the belt and it earned me the name Man Killer. Man Killer. Oh, oh there you go. Well, at least you were consistent. I was. <laughs> That's my gun story. But oh. I also, I don't really have a... Um, I don't have a huge desire to take up hunting, but I was so excited for you when you sent that picture, you sent it to our family. And I just, I'm, I'm really proud of you because it takes a lot of effort and it takes a lot of commitment and patience, which the Pallisters are not known for. And I just, I'm proud of you. Good job. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, uh, I'm pretty proud of myself too, which is pretty rare rarity for me. I'm pretty tough on myself most of the time, but um, you know, it, it was uh, being part of the industry. So if you're in the outdoor industry, you're surrounded by hunting a lot and, and you kind of get curious about it. And then it was that combined with a kind of a COVID project and, and uh, a good friend Gus and his family, uh, have a bunch of land out eastern Alberta, and and Gus got connected with a with a couple of Calgary guys, Blake and Rob, that are big hunters. And then I got invited somewhere along the line as the rookie, and and had had uh, Uncle Cecil there helping out, and Roger and Linda, and yeah, it was a it was a team effort for sure. And then this year, um, one of the guys couldn't make it unfortunately, so we we brought in Paul, one of my older oldest friends from grade five six kind of era and he was the guy that kind of inspired me to to get hunting and he happened to be there for the first uh the first successful harvest as well so it was a special special 24 hours for sure but i was very tired so like from yeah, all the excitement good. and the adrenaline excitement adrenaline yeah i think so yeah 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 very fortunate that that it was a good shot and very fortunate to have good friends and help me out with it. It was good. I am I'm hooked for sure. Like I'm already looking forward to next season. But it sucks because November is probably our busiest year of the or month of the year from a travel perspective. So Oh, in December too, because you still have one more show to go to. I do, yep. We're recording this at the beginning of December. So Yeah. You know what? It's all part of the hustle, which is good. Although I have a loaded question for you on that note. Sure. So I assume that the moose is like in your top list of things that happened 
in 2023. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. One of my favorite things to do at the end of the year is just reflect on some of our wins. And the last couple of years, I did a blog post about some of the best things that have happened to us because, you know, when things are busy, you don't take the opportunity to just stop and think about some of your favorite experiences or your biggest wins. So I want to know your top three rapid fire. Don't think about it too much. Good things that happened in life or work or both. Ready, go. I, but I, are you doing rapid fire for me? Like as no. a, oh, you have no rapid fire plan for me. I have no rapid fire plan. Oh, for okay. You. Uh, well, the moose would definitely be one for sure. Yeah. Um, both the kids in school and at the fun age would definitely be like number two for the year. Turning eight and five. Yeah. Your Turning eight ages. and five. Yeah. And number three. Number three. I don't know. It was a good summer. Just that's a not really a specific thing. That's a more of a blanket statement. But the weather was good and business was decent and we had lots of camping adventures, lots of friend adventures. It's just a good summer. It was like one of the better summers I can recall. Yeah, it was just a good summer. Top three, sure. That's general, but that's okay. Put yeah. you on the spot. Well done. Yeah. Did I, did I do the 30 seconds? Oh, okay. I didn't time you. It's fine. Close enough. Yeah. We're not going to. Yeah, I, I don't know. I thought about doing rapid fire for you. I think I made you do rapid fire the first episode we ever recorded just to, you know, practice it out. Test it um, out. And we don't, we don't want to be redundant. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Right. Which is why Brad freaking Pellister as a guest is not going to happen again for like another, you know, year in a bit right oh i don't know i think i okay i'm gonna let the numbers speak for themselves but yeah. i'm curious to know if people want to hear us chatting every once in a while not every episode we know you guys yeah, are okay. crazy no, fair enough but like you know could be the most popular episode we record maybe people want to know all the secrets going on at the thompson palliser bait company we got we got some cool stuff going on yeah we have some pretty cool stuff that like through coming through the pipeline well new product development so what how how our work how our world works is we kind of develop new products the summer before they're released um even the spring before they're released so up to you know 16 18 months before we develop the actual products the SKUs, the patterns and then we put them in spreadsheets and we send them to our customers kind of in that june july the year before there's a lot they, of spreadsheets in the tackle industry. A lot of spreadsheets, yeah. And then they and then they put them into their show books for dealer season, uh, dealer shows. And then that's what's going on right now. So so we have four or five shows in the fall where our distributors, you know, invite, they put on a show and they it's a private show just for people in the industry that are buying things. And then uh, all these dealers come to the individual booths and check out your new products and hopefully buy your new products. So then you sell the new products and then the distributors uh, uh, order them 
and then distribute them out to the retailers in kind of that, you know, late winter, early spring, so that the consumers have the choice to uh, the ability to buy these products kind of early spring. And so that's the hard work that goes into new products. It usually takes about at least a full year, at least if not a little bit more to get it all going. But so we don't depending on how we, organized we are. Depending on how organized we are. Yeah. So we know what all of our new products are. Our dealers now know all what all of our new products are. But the consumers, it's still a secret. Do you think I should do a countdown again? Yeah. So on our social media, I in the past have done a countdown, but the I don't know. This year we have a lot. We have a lot of new stuff coming out, specifically more on the the Northern King side. Um, but the show that we were at last week, we actually had quite a few people from BC who took on Northern King for the first time. And I'm super excited about that because yeah. we've got we've got a um we've got a pretty good assortment of little light trolling spoons. Yep that's going to be available in DC. And, um, from the initial, you know, feedback we've received, I think they're going to be very popular. Yeah. People like the price point, their premium quality in terms of their genuine silver plated, um, use good components. We know uh, they work. On. We know they work. Paint stays on. They're an old dye. So old stamps, but we know that they, they work. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it was a definitely a, a motivating show season so far. So, I mean, we can book a business trip and go fishing on the west coast. <gasps> Why the heck not? Yeah, where do you want to go? I don't know. I just have always wanted to fish in that ocean, and I haven't. You've well, been you've a couple got, times. No, you, well, you've got a you've got an ocean guy lined up, right, for podcast. I do. So I found a tuna guy is my ocean guy and maybe not the type of tuna that you were looking for you're, ta you're talking a little less like like the west coast tuna not the eat not like this 800 no pounds. and I, I can work for that but you know you didn't specify the size I, tuna, but i found a tuna guy okay so we're gonna have uh, one of our next next guests is gonna be david summers with serengeti fishing charters out of bc um and then i'm digressing a little bit but we also have nick clark from eagle claw hooks lined up well you're you're telling all of the guests you're without it's it leaves it leaves the surprise there's not as much of a surprise can you be more generalized okay well then i can be more generalized generalized who else do you have coming up i have a um influencer from ontario okay good female influencer good see a little bit more lining up yeah now, now people are wondering who that is now i have a sturgeon guy people are wondering who that is now too right lined up so i've got i got a few got a yeah. few things i got a great lakes enthusiast slash retailer guy oh there you go okay cool just gotta get him in conflicting schedules around christmas Ooh. Yeah. those will go into the new year though yeah we'll make it all happen cool well that's good it sounds like you got some good folks lined up working on it Good. So yeah. Are you gonna ask me what my you know taught? <laughs> well, yeah. Generally the host is supposed to ask the question. Who's the host? I thought I was the guest. Do you I think you just really wanted to be the guest? This is just something that you have decided. Brad freaking Pallister. I guess I did 
come up with a bio for you. Yeah. On the spot. What is your best three, even though it's still the middle, the beginning of December, what's your best three of 2023? I wish he hadn't asked me that. Now I have to come up with an answer. <laughs> 30 seconds. Um, one, I, uh, made the, um, leap into truck ownership, but we bought a truck so that we could pull a camper for more camping adventures. Um, two, uh, I had the most amazing trip to Tofino. I love it so much there. So maybe that's where we should go fishing. I took my family. It was fantastic. And three, um, I got to continue supporting our family owned and operated a business in Lacombe, Alberta, making the best lures in the whole wide world. Boom. That last one was lame. But... It was, but I couldn't. I just panicked. Yeah, you did make the 30 seconds, though, as everybody can hear. Oh, my gosh, though. That's tough. Stressful? Yes. Huh. Well, that's good. What's your real third one? Hmm. I, my family vacations this year were just absolutely amazing. I also have, so my son is seven this year, and it's the best the best sweet spot and we didn't do anything too exotic but we did the the one week in Tofino in March and then in August we went for a um four-day camping trip to Jasper and it was Jasper's not too far from where we are but it's it's hard to believe how lucky we are because you go there and every time it's just we're so blessed with the scenery that we have around us it's an incredible place yeah that was the inspiration for when we decided we were gonna invest in our own little camping setup so we can adventure more in the new cool. year well there you go That's and nice. and yeah. i got an email today um i get like google alerts for fishing and camping related news yeah. and apparently they're going to be opening up um national park reservations early this year so it's time to start thinking about camping, people. Well, that's the thing you got to do. And after Christmas, is start thinking about spring, right? Keeps you sane. Are you going to try any ice fishing this year? Yeah. Yeah. We'll try it again. Hopefully, I get out a little earlier this year because it's always more successful earlier than later. Um, Would you be open to me joining you? Yeah, sure. So far, I would find a better, I would find a better uh, guide teacher than myself because I'm not so good at the. Maybe you got to ask Adam Gamble or something. We can ask Adam, but you know who else we should ask? Yeah. Is there is a lovely gentleman on our Lacombe Fishing Game Board named Dave James? Yeah, Dave James. He knows lots of people. And he offered to take us out. Just to Sylvan Lake. Dave James would show us a great time. Yeah, yeah. Dave and Bernie and Leroy probably know how to catch fish through the ice better than anybody, but. I mean, we yeah. could ask Adam Gamble. Yeah, well, maybe but Adam's if, got some tips. Which, speaking of Adam Gamble. Yeah. He wrote us a blog post about his experience. Oh, with the four X's? With the extra heavy number fours, because he got a preview this past summer guiding up north. So that will be coming out on the blog. Adam Adam guided up north again, eh? Yep. Well, maybe we should talk to Adam Gamble again, because if he's got 
ice fishing tips and four X tips and yeah, I think he did another vlog last year about kind of midwinter fishing and that that kind of slow part, mm. you know. Yeah. Trying to think yeah. of the right word for that. The grind, yeah. the grind when it's super cold and the fish are super lethargic and some tips there. So might yeah. be a good guy to bring on again. We like yeah. talking with Dan Adam. He's a good yak, as they say. Good yak, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, lots of new products. The staff are really grumpy. Actually, they're not grumpy. They seem to have a good attitude about it. Well, you know, usually when you introduce new products, it's a learning curve, right? Well, and usually we have other stuff going on and we're kind of ahead of the game. So, yeah. Yeah, everybody seems to be pretty happy about it, actually. I shouldn't even say that they're grumpy. They seem to be real happy about it. Just uh, don't go pushing your luck there, Mr. President. Oh, don't put in another 50 products next year? Yeah. I think it was more than 50, actually, wasn't it? And when you say products, it's like these are mostly just colors, like variations yeah. of colors and things like that. So, yeah. but it's a lot of work. So yeah. our team did great. Good job, team. I don't know if anybody on our staff listens to this. I once asked Lynn, who's our bookkeeper, if she ever listened. And she is Irish. I can't do an Irish accent, but it was the accent made her insult a lot nicer. She's like... I see you guys enough. I don't need to listen to you for an hour. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. Well, our, our spouses don't listen to it either. So luckily our, we do have a lots more people uh, joining. So, and, and actually this is the point where we should ask all those people, if you do enjoy it, follow us so that it pops up automatically in your, in your, uh, your, your podcast yeah. queue. Yeah. And uh, give us a comment on the podcast or email us. Let us know how we're doing. We definitely, uh, this is this is definitely more fun. Like it, it's uh, early, early, it was a lot of work and we had some great guests, but we weren't getting the traction uh, from a listening perspective. And then Jess had the brilliant idea of rebranding to make it a little bit easier to find, more generic. And now we're getting more comments and we're getting people randomly saying, Hey, I listen to your podcast. Really like it. And, and yeah, it's been, it's been good. I'm just a little stuck on the fact that you just offered me a lovely compliment. Thanks, Brad. Oh, you're welcome. Well, me brilliant, idea. I believe. So yeah, so, yeah. subscribe everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Happy holidays. I think we can say that now. Yeah. It's December. The Christmas lights are up. We have a tiny little skiff of snow, barely any, but. It uh, feels a little bit more. You chopped down your tree this weekend like a man. I, I did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I. Uh, I chopped asked down Brad a why tree. he didn't use a chainsaw, and he's like, "Well, that's no fun." But then yeah. he started complaining that your hands hurt. Because well, I don't do a lot of tree chopping throughout the year, so my muscles didn't know what those what I was doing. I guess. Did you know that that's a thing on like Instagram and TikTok? What's that? It's just people. I I know that you're not a big social media person, but these people, men and women, take videos of themselves chopping wood. Really? For others viewing pleasure. Huh. Well... Lucky to TikTok and Instagram, I have some videos of me chopping down a tree. 
So there you go. I think you need, no offense, but you need some more tattoos and some bigger muscles to qualify for that Instagram trend. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't going very speedy. I was gassing myself pretty quick. But if you want me to post that video, I can, and we can see if we can get any traction. I might get some negative traction, but. Anyways, yes. Have a great Christmas. No, we no, we're gonna have one more podcast before Christmas. It's only December fourth, so. Well, then let's just say until next time, listeners. Happy fishing.